Helen's sister, Linda, is that all of us need to think outside the box. I know that most of us have got into our comfort zone, and this is going to be the year that we better get out of our comfort zone. Amen. 2024, our first service here at Salt Springs. Elite RV Resort. And I want to thank the Lord for all of you coming. And uh, even though I got a little criticized for wearing a, a tie tonight, <laughs> this is really who I am. I like wearing a tie. And uh, so this is what you get. We'll take it. What you see is what you get. I love the Lord. How about you? Amen. Amen. And I believe we're going to have a good service tonight. And you know, it's what they say in old computer language. If you put garbage in, what you going to get out? Garbage. So you need to put in something tonight because we need all of you to worship with us. Father, we come to you tonight in Jesus' name. I want to thank you for the beautiful new people that's come. And, and we just thank you, Lord, that, that you have a purpose for us being here and that we are your servants, Lord. And I want to thank you for the peace and the joy that, that I have experienced since you came into my life. Amen. I want to thank you for giving me good friends in this resort. Well, I want to thank you, Lord, that there's some in this resort I know that Nikki and I could call upon in need, and they'd be there for us. Now, right now, we need a touch from you. Yes, Lord. I think, I thank God, no, I know, Lord, we need a brand new touch. We need to get outside of our comfort zone and, and be what you've called us to be because most folks don't realize, Father, what's coming this year in 2024. And we need to be strong in our faith. We need to be filled with the Spirit and we need to have the knowledge of what the Word of God says. Yes. So we're looking to you for that. We're looking to, to, to be a blessing wherever we go. So have your way tonight and we thank you for it. If there be one tonight that is watching or one in this group here tonight, and they don't know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. Lord, let tonight be the night. Yes, Lord. Let tonight be the, the beginning of eternity in their life Amen. with you. Yes. Thank you, God. Thank you for your love, mercy, and grace. In Jesus' name. Yes. And everybody says, Amen. 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 Does anybody have a testimony of something good God's done for you since we met last? I always have a testimony. <laughs> Amen. Okay. I can't. I can't help it. I mean, every single day when I get out of bed, I praise the Lord that I can get out of bed, that He's given me another day to live for Him, to honor Him, Amen. to praise Him. Amen. 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 You know, I'm I, I, the same way. Yeah. At 79, I think it's wonderful to be able to get out of bed and go to the bathroom. <laughs> Amen. Amen. It's true. Amen. I. I thank you. I thank you for the air that I breathe. He helps Nikki with with her COPD and oh, and something else. <laughs> something else. My daughter, who um, she's coming around to to know the Lord. She texted me, and she's reading a book that I gave her. 
um, the power of prayer. Amen. And she called me to ask me what my, because it was my book, and I write in my books, and I had abbreviations. She says, what's HS stand for? I said, Holy Spirit. She said, what's P-R-O-V stand for? I said, Proverbs. She said, what's D stand for? I said, I don't know. I said, it was so long ago, I don't remember, but I just praise God that he's got her. He's got her in, in the word, because yes. that's important. Yes. yes. Amen. Anyone else? I just thank the Lord for his love and goodness, kindness, and always always being there and helping with whatever is troubling me. Amen. It's wonderful. Wonderful. Well, Nikki hadn't seen her brother in many years, <laughs> and he was down in uh, Dunedin. Anybody know where that is? And so he was supposed to drive up and we were going to have lunch together and they were going to have a good old time. So he calls. We were expecting 11.30. He calls at 12 o'clock. He said, where are you? And I said, we're here. He said, well, I'm here at Crystal Springs and I can't find where your address <laughs> And I said, we're in Salt Springs. Hmm. So, anyway, she didn't get to see her brother. But it I was two more hours away. So is he yeah. coming up? No. no we don't have, he doesn't have time, and we don't either. So He's flying back to uh, Wisconsin. We're going to FaceTime. Yeah. <laughs> so anybody else? Well, we have a little song we want to sing. Have you got your headsets on, please? Uh, I'll have it. I'll get mine. Okay. We want to sing a little song here. Open the eyes of my heart. Mm -hmm. You know, if we, it's not in none of your, it's not in none of your paperwork there. No. I just felt like we need to open up with that song. Okay. Because if we ever needed a heart opener, we need it in these trying times. Amen. I'll see it ain't easy. Whoever says that life is easy or it's easy to be a Christian is going down a wrong path. It's true. Because it's, it's the battle's on, but oh, look at the rewards waiting for us. Wow. Look, look what <coughs> heaven is waiting on all of us. Amen. Praise God. It's going to be worth it all. I mean, it was sort of like Nikki. At 50 years old, she chased me, and I finally gave up, and she caught me. And it's been heaven ever since. Praise the Lord. Thank We're going to sing this song for you. Hopefully. Pray. You know, I can sing a lot. Come on, put your hands.
know, we're all broken. Every single one of us are broken. And it's all, it all started in the Garden of Eden, born with a sinful nature. And human nature is the same throughout all the centuries. And I can prove we're born with a sinful nature because you don't have to teach a kid how to be bad. <laughs> Do you? You don't have to teach a toddler how to be bad. You have to teach them how to be good. And you have to raise them and teach children how to be good. It's only through Jesus Christ being received into our lives and heart that a new nature, the nature of God himself, is imparted to us. And we become new on the inside. With God Almighty living on the inside of us, it's called a new birth. We're all born physically into this world, but we need to be born spiritually, born again on the inside. And until we are, we will search for joy, we'll search for peace, we'll search for happiness, satisfaction in all the wrong places. Because all these things can only be found by being in a right relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Amen. And if we don't have Christ, our adversary, Satan, the devil, is all too eager to provide us with substitutes and counterfeits to try to fulfill these longings that we are all born with. Sexual immorality and perversion, drugs, alcohol, sorcery, looking for answers in the stars, psychics. Religion itself can be a counterfeit for a real relationship with God. Amen. Amen. That's true. Because God created us to have a desire for him. And that spirit man on the inside of every single person is created for God Almighty to fill, and nothing else can fill it. That's right. That's right. And I kind of put this down. I said, you know, God created us. We are made in his image. And he knows how to fix us. And I put down here, if you buy a Ford truck and it breaks down, you don't take it to a Dodge dealership. You take it to a Ford dealership because they manufactured it and made it and they've got all the right parts. Well, it's the same thing with us. Why is it we look for answers to our problems everywhere else but to the Lord and to his word? I'm going to tell you something, and this is true from my own experience. Any dilemma, any difficulty, any problem, any adverse condition that you face on this life, on this earth, the answer is found in Christ and his word. The Bible is God's manufacturer's book instruction book telling us how to live life to the fullest, how to find wisdom, peace, joy, and contentment. It also gives us warnings, too. But the Bible, you can find any condition, any concept, and any circumstance man can ever face in the Bible. Right. And you can see every emotion that man goes through in the Bible. And it has an answer for everything. You see, God's the only one qualified to deal with matters of the human heart. He wrote the book. He alone sees what's going really on inside. He sees what nobody else can, what we try so hard to suppress and hide from him and from others. Sometimes we don't even know what's in our heart, do we, Pastor Nicky? No. He alone can heal us by exposing the lies and deceptions the enemy has fed us that we now believe. And he alone can bring to the surface wounds and hurts we've suffered and that we've hardened our hearts to. Prayer, meeting one-on-one -on -one with God, getting into his word, and pouring our hearts out to him. Reading and studying, getting into his word are keys to wholeness and soundness of mind, body, and spirit. Amen. It sounds too simple, but God made it that way. We're the ones that make it harder and try to complicate things, don't we? Right. Jesus said, let the little children come unto me, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. 
So I want to sing, I come to the garden alone. And I'll tell you what, I'm kind of glad that I reached a place in my life, I didn't have anybody when I was broken. I had Jesus, and he was enough. And I found him to be enough. <laughs> Try it. I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses and the voice I hear falling on my ear, the Son of God is
and I was going to make some baked beans to bring to a retirement party for a nursing friend of mine that was retiring. And I didn't have a I didn't have an electric can opener. All I had was a manual can opener. And even that, as I was opening the can of beans to put them in the crock pot, the can opener fell apart in my hands. Oh. Well, when that can opener fell apart, I fell apart. Yeah. Because I left a beautiful 10-acre ranch with a brand new house. I walked out of a 20-year marriage with $2,000 and the clothes on my back. And I was living in this crappy single-wide trailer. And I was alone. I had nobody. And I fell apart. I mean, I told, that was my breaking point. It sounds stupid for can opener, but that was, but that was where I met Jesus. That was where I cried out. I broke down in tears, and I still get teary-eyed today. And that was 30 plus years ago. And I said, if you don't help me, I can't do this. I can't make it. You need to help me. And that was a turning point in my life when I turned my whole heart and my whole life over oh, to Jesus Christ. Yeah. And I invited him in and I said, I need you. I cannot do this. My parents are gone. I have no brothers and sisters. I'm an only child. And I'm all by myself. I've got you, though. And I've heard enough about you. And I made a, I made a commitment to him, a half-hearted commitment to him at a church altar one time. But I wasn't living for him. I was still living for me. But I knew enough to call on him. And I knew enough that he looked at my heart. And he saw the brokenness. And he saw my heart. And he responded. And I have followed him ever since. And I have never regretted one day of it. Amen. 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 What happened to the can of beans? Did you ever get it open? <laughs> I think I, I did eventually, but yeah. Okay. I was just curious. I was curious as to how God answered your prayer. Holiness, holiness, what I long for. Holiness is what I need. Holiness, holiness is what you want from me. So take my heart and mold it. Take my mind, transform it. Take my will, conform it to yours, to yours, to yours, to yours, oh Lord. Brokenness, brokenness is what I long for. Brokenness is what I need. Brokenness, brokenness, what you want from me. So take my heart and mold it. Take my mind, transform it. Take my will. Righteousness, righteousness is what I long for. 
problems, when you've got trials, when you've got troubles, and you've got burdens on your heart, there's nobody better to talk to than Jesus. Amen. And he listens, and he answers. Yes, he does. And you can pour your burdens and lay them. There's an old song I used to sing, Lay them down. You know that song. Yeah. I've sung it before. Lay your burdens down. Just give them to Jesus and lay them at the foot of the cross. And you can walk away with a lighter burden. You don't have to carry it. You don't have to wear it. No. Give it to him. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Do you like this? Maybe. Here, Tony. You have your bullet and pull them back out for me. Look inside the top left hand corner. Thank you, honey. You uh I want all of us to read this together. Second Timothy four three and four. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heed to themselves teachers having itching ears. Verse 4, And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Father, I'm just a man. You've called me these last 35 years to preach the word. And I never take any credit for anything. And I don't dress up just to look good. I dress up for you, Lord. And I pray that you'll give us, Pastor Nikki and I, the, the words for this hour. For this time. Yes, yes, for this night. And Lord, may they go deep into the heart. Lord, give us all ears to hear. Yes, Lord. And give us a heart to receive and a spirit to obey. Lord, I thank you in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. We're going to be talking tonight about one way. Now, as Sister Linda said... God's made it so simple that we turn around and try to make it complicated. But I want to give you truth tonight. It's something that we need in this day and time and in this hour more than we have ever needed the truth. Amen. We know it's a spiritual warfare between good and evil. We see it every day. We're around it every day. And we need to know where we can go to get the help we need. Amen. We need to know the truth. There's a lying spirit that has covered our country and telling us it's all right, sin is okay. It's the normal thing. But the Bible says that sin will bring us into judgment unless we go to Jesus Christ. That's right. And we repent and turn and follow Him. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. 
I can tell you he's been good to me. He took me from a life of brokenness. Boy, he's just been right on target tonight. <laughs> a broken man that had six months to live, 43 years old. Everything I'd done, the drugs in my body had really done its job. The women I had been with was not what I should have been doing. The drugs, alcohol, and every commandment I broke. And I was so broken, I didn't know what to do. You know, uh, Satan gives gifts too, doesn't he? Yes. He gives gifts. I had a brand new home, two new motorcycles, a new car, a new truck. I had everything that men like for toys. But it didn't satisfy. And what can happen to us if we don't go to the right places to find satisfaction then we'll wind up looking for another way. Amen. I know what I'm talking about. I know where I've been. I know where the Lord has brought me to. I lost my wife and three kids through all of my sin. The good news is that after I got saved at 43, that after 17 years of divorce, God put us back together. And even though she died with breast cancer a year and a half later at 46 years old. God can take the brokenness, but we've got to understand that we cannot. And what we're doing in our country is running after everything that makes us feel good, makes us feel comfortable. But I can tell you from experience that the Lord has given me a peace and the love for the lost. And I see the hurting people. The ministry we've had for 32 years in nursing homes has taught me so much. When a person is old and they don't have a thing. I just had a phone call from a 25, 27 year old boy that has a head this big around and he comes to church every Sunday morning. I just had a call from him. And we're all he's got to call and talk to. I used to get aggravated, but I cannot do that anymore because he's a broken guy that needs somebody to love him with the love that comes from God through us. God channels his love through us. God gives us things that we can give other people. We can comfort them. The Bible says that God sent us the Comforter, the Holy Ghost. Right. And He has comforted me so many times that I could not even remember how many. He has comforted me. And I learned from a young Christian walk with the Lord. You see, whenever you are so broken and the Lord comes in and you have something that you've never had before, you have something you've never had before. Then you want more of that. And you want to be on the right path. You want to go to Jesus for everything. 
I'm talking about no matter what it is, the old song says, let us have a little talk with Jesus and makes it right. But there's only one way we can get that. There's young people today that are so far off base. But I'm not going to keep putting them down. I'm not even going to put them down. What they need is to be taught the truth that there's only one way. And education is good, but it's not going to get you to where you need to be. Amen. The Word of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, life changer. Oh, the Prince of Peace. Oh, the Lion of Judah. Oh, the Savior of the world. He is the answer. I know because He's the one that has kept me going this long. And I don't worry about the future because it's in God's hands. Because I went the one way that the Bible says I should go. And that's putting my faith and trust in somebody that can really help me. Somebody that can really help me. When I was younger, I thought I'd need to find it in a woman. But the next day, I was just still as empty and broken. I thought after a bottle of Jack Daniels, things would be all right. I thought after I took some LSD, I'd be just fine or ecstasy, whatever. I tried it all, but I always come up short because I didn't go that one way that the Bible said I should go. That's right. And oh, what a difference he's made in my life. Amen. I am so thankful. I am so thankful for the one that loves me just the way I am. Right. And he's the potter and I'm the clay. If, it's, if you're broken, you know what he does? He just mashes that clay back together and puts you back on the spinning wheel and shapes and molds you something beautiful. That's right. Something good. Amen. Let's go to Galatians because Paul is warning the church there that he had come through and people had believed in Jesus Christ. And guess what? It wasn't no time till they were going this way and going that way. And we can do that too as Christians. We can go this way or that way when there's only one way. We need to go through Jesus, the Son of the living God, the one that went up Calvary's hill for you and me, took all the sins of the whole world upon his body. Amen. And they thought they'd kill him, but he'd come out of that grave three days later. He's alive, he's alive forevermore, praise God. Amen. Paul said, I marvel. In my own words, he says, man, this is mind-blowing. I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ and you went searching, going to somebody's teaching you about this is a better way or what. He says, I'm amazed that you have went from the real thing to the substitute, which is a lie. Another gospel. Which is not another. There's not any other gospel but the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I didn't set the standards. God set it. Amen. And that's the way it is. That's right. He said, which is not a... But there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. Amen. There's people that want to take 
some of the Bible and add to it. And there's some people that take the Bible and take some away. And the Bible says in Revelation that we're cursed if we add or take away from this. But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you, that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. I want to say this tonight. Because God has kept me up since yesterday with this message going through my heart that we are thinking that the year 2024 is going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. 2024, listen to this old preacher. 2024 is going to be the hardest for those that want to follow Jesus Christ. There's going to be some that will drift away from the truth and try to find their Peace and comfort. Listen, the gospel is not a feel-good gospel. That's right. Jesus said, I have overcome the world. Be of good cheer. He said, in this world, you will have trouble. But we're trying to find something that's going to bring us uh, feel-good. Or something that brings us satisfaction. And I want to say to you, I want to say tonight, that Jesus is the answer. That's right. It's not, it's not, listen, if, if you want, in 2024, if you want to be happy and la-di-da, and you can do this to get happy, and you can feel good about yourself, you're going to fall by the wayside. Because if we get away from the gospel, and it's getting worse and worse, people are leaving the truth and they're believing a lie, and there's so much deception going on. Listen, Satan is a deceiver. That's right. He's a deceiver. And he has an invitation for everything. I want to say this to you tonight. This is going to be the year where you need to pray more. Yep. Amen. Amen. Listen. You don't have to know all these fancy prayers. You don't have to do all these things. But you need to go to Jesus and simply pour your heart out. Tell him, I don't know what's going in my, on in my life just like you did. It took a broken can opener. <laughs> Amen. God uses many things. Listen, a horse. I used to have quarter horses when I lived in Texas. And a horse is no good to nobody unless that horse is broken. A horse is no, And listen, we are not going to be of any benefit and really realize the joy of the Lord, which is our strength, until we all are broken. And we need to go to Jesus. He's the potter where the clay, and He will. He will help you. I, I used to want to be like Billy Graham. I wanted to be, oh, I wanted lots of people on. And one day, the Holy Ghost spoke to my heart and said, listen, I want you to be Buck Stanley. I've called you for something. I've called you for something, and I want you to be you, and I'll shape and mold you into what you need to be. Listen, give it to Jesus. Let him shape and mold you into what he wants with your life. And if sometimes you're going to have to go down the road you don't want to go. But this is not a life where you can please yourself all the time. You shouldn't worry about pleasing yourself anyway. I want to please the one that created me. The one that died on Calvary for me. That's the one I want. You cannot please people 
and God at the same time. That's right. That's right. <coughs> the Bible says Jesus knew what was in the heart of man. Amen. And all of us without Christ, we got evil down in there. Amen. Bad stuff. Oh, I'm a good person. No, you're not. The only way we can be good is to have Christ living in us. Yes. That makes yes. us good. That's right. Amen? Amen. You won't finish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Paul was really uh, concerned about the Christians in Galatia. And he said to them, why are you veering off of what you've learned? That Jesus paid it all. It was all by grace that you're saved. And some of them were wondering if they needed to add this or add that, or they needed to listen to this teacher or that teacher. And he was saying, come back to the simple gospel, Jesus Christ and him crucified. Why did he go to the cross? If it wasn't to pay for our sin. And if people try to bypass the cross, then they're looking for another gospel, another way. And we know there's so many religions in the world right now where they've become their works religions. Well, that makes us feel good, makes the flesh feel good because I did this and I did that and I go into a hundred nursing homes every year and I do this, I, I, I. Come on. And God says, you got it wrong. You got it wrong. First of all, for you to have eternal life and be forgiven, it's not by doing enough works that I will take you into heaven. It's by coming through my Son, the Lord Jesus. And when we accept Jesus and we're born again and have that new heart, then we will do good works. Right. But we do it in His power not in ours. And when you see preachers or teachers or others uh, exalting self, look out. When it's, I want this, I deserve this, I did this, look out. Because the Bible says all the glory belongs to the Lord. That's right. We live and move and have our being because of Jesus. We couldn't even go without Him. He the Bible says he gives us life, right? He is light. He is truth. He is the way. And I remember when I was first uh, born again, I was 33, and I was broken. I had ended up in a mental ward in a hospital, and I came out of there, there going, God, where are you? You know, why did this happen to me? I'm so smart. I was working on my master's degree. I was teaching during the day. I was raising a little boy by myself. I was keeping the bills going, the car going, all the things, you know, and everything. Well, I guess it was too much, and bang, I ended up in a metal ward. But I came out seeking God with all my heart, and it was good for me that I was broken, completely broken, because I couldn't even tell you what my name was for a period of about 24 hours. I needed sleep and they, they drugged me up, put me to sleep, and when I woke up it was like, 
oh, what happened? I guess, you know, what really happened was God gave me back my right mind. That's right. Because a psychiatrist said to my parents later on, after I'd had four of those, he said, these, these shutdowns are going to just get worse and worse, and you're going to have to put her in a mental ward the rest of her life. But God. But God. <laughs> I love that phrase, but God. You'll find but God over and over again in the Bible <clears throat> when you have a problem. And God said, no, I'm going to raise her up. I'm going to use her for my glory. She's going to totally surrender her life to me, fall in love with Jesus, which is what I did. And my mother-in-law had been fasting and praying for me because she, she thought it was wrong that I had left her son. I had left because I thought, well, if I'm not loved, it's better to be by myself. So I took our son, he, and he said, go. You know, you always try to make up, you always try to heal everything. He said, go ahead, go. So I did, and that's when God got a hold of me. <laughs> because it's pretty hard to handle things all by yourself. But I went to my mother-in-law, she said, Nikki, I've been fasting and praying for you, and she took me to a Pentecostal church, and uh, I saw the hand of God at work, and I even heard him speak to me through one of the people there. We were praying together, I had bowed my head, and <clears throat> one man at the front of the church said, there's someone here that doesn't feel worthy. And man, you know, when the Spirit of God is speaking to you, it will hit you like a, a little barb or arrow. Yeah. <laughs> And after the service, I said to my mother-in-law, I said, that was me. And uh, she didn't know exactly what I meant, but at any rate, I began to grow. I gave my heart to the Lord Jesus, and I began to grow as a Christian. And I ended up, I was living in, I went to Washington, D.C., and three years later, I ended up back in Florida. And I had grown quite a bit as a Christian during that time. And the Lord had provided lots of teaching and lots of friends to, to help me along my way. And, uh, I had gone back and tried to reconcile with my first husband, and, but he left. And so I came back to Florida. My in-laws took me in, uh, and uh, the Lord took care of me. And I went to her expecting help, expecting her to give me a word from the Lord. She was a strong Christian, and she said, Nikki, I'm willing to pray with you, but don't come to me for answers, that you need to learn to go to God That's right. and to hear from Him. And Buck and I would want all of you here and anyone listening to seek God with all of your heart. And the Word of God. Don't get wrapped up in certain ways that religion might be telling you to do in order to feel better or, or other, other philosophies. I've tried all kinds of philosophies before I came to the, back to the Lord. And uh, 
what I would say to you is just seek the Lord and that relationship. It's not going to church, paying your tithes, reading the word uh, so much every day, saying your prayers every day. It's talking to Jesus like I would talk to my husband, telling him all of my heart, my feelings, my worries, my fears, uh, what I long for, that I want to get to know you better, Lord, help me to know you. It's just like that song, I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses and he, walk, he walks with me, he talks with me. And I began experimenting and listening and looking for ways for the, to hear from the Lord. Sometimes it was through what I read in the Word. He would take me to something that would help me overcome spiritually what I was feeling. It would help me know with assurance that I was a believer and that I was safe eternally and that I, there's no way I would turn back away from Jesus. Just keep walking with him, keep learning, keep growing. And he just, he loves us so much. He's passionate about each of us. He longs to have us spend time with him. And that can be while you're making bread, or that can be while you're washing dishes, or, or while fishing. you're or fishing, or anywhere you are, in the car, or at night when you're, you can't sleep. You wake up and you say, well, Lord, or you, you're awake and you say, well, Lord, here I am, you know, and just talk to him. If you can't talk out loud, you can talk in your mind. He'll, he'll speak to you. you. I've told you some of the stories how God has answered prayer. Uh, and the little things and the big things. And, you know, we have children that are far from the Lord right now. And we've given them to the Lord because we can't fix them. That's right in the flesh, trying to fix their lives, and um, maybe things that we as parents did that have, have made them who they are now, today. Uh, they need to come to the point of taking it to Jesus at the cross and let him heal them. He certainly did that for me. I saw a psychiatrist many different times, and they didn't, didn't help. And, uh, but when I went to Jesus, and then I listened, if it was something he felt I needed to know and hear, he would spiritually give me the answer. Right. Mm -hmm. And he's the best psychiatrist, because he knows us inside <laughs> out. <laughs> but our warning tonight is, be careful who you're listening to. Pray. You know, trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on your own understanding. I know the Lord's given us a mind and he wants us to use our minds, but use them in his presence. Pray and say, Lord, is what I'm reading something that you approve of? Is what I'm watching on TV and listening to something that, that will help me, that you want me to know? Or is it Garbage. Is it something I need to, you know, don't I, is there something you'd rather I spent my time doing? Or acknowledge him in all your ways, and the promise is he will direct your path. That's right, man. Hang on to those two little verses, Proverbs 3, 5 and 6.
trust in the Lord Jesus with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. I thought I was so smart. He had to show me that without him I couldn't even think. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> I give him all the glory, all the glory. But how precious, how wonderful that he wants to share everything with us. It's Jesus, there's a song, and now it's Jesus and me for each tomorrow, for every heartache and every sorrow. I know that I can depend upon my dear, dear friend, and so to the end, it's Jesus and me. Amen. So be careful. Amen. Paul was warning them back then. They wanted to go back to some of the law, you know, don't do this, don't do that. But Jesus will lead you in everything. You, you won't sin if you Good abide work. in him. How many knows who Jim Jones was? No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Jim Jones started out preaching the gospel. And then he got away. See, the gospel's our foundation. That's what we build on as a Christian. But he led hundreds of people to drink poison Kool-Aid. And they died. Women holding little babies in their arms. It was so horrible, the plane flew over and all these dead bodies there because they followed a man. Exactly. Amen. They, uh, listen, don't follow people. And how about David Koresh? Yeah. In Texas. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's many others. Maybe not as drastic uh, publicized, but all those little children, women and men, burn up in that fire because they got off base and I know that God is warning all of us in here you better build on the good foundation which is the gospel and build on that without a good foundation we know that nothing's going to hold up let 2024 be a year that all of our eyes are open that things, <coughs> there's going to be some big things happening this year. You better be strong. <coughs> I'm like the watchman on the wall. Because I know <coughs> what this Bible says. Amen. Don't follow people. <coughs> follow Christ. Follow Jesus. Follow Christ. Does anybody need prayer? tonight. I'd like to anoint you with all and pray for you. Let's sing this. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. God loves you. And lean not to your own understanding. All of you. 
direct your path.